0: Hey, Ben, do you remember, can you, like, think back when you were first driving, like, as a teenager?
1: Yes, without much brain
0: fatigue, I can... Okay, yep, yep, give that a shot. So, think back, try to, you know, weed through the screaming, and think about all of the good advice you got. What do you think the best piece of advice you got was?
2: It is his fault he didn't lock the garage.
1: Don't go to jail. Ballad? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fabulous episode of
2: Gear
1: Related, a Peek under the
0: hood of the automotive repair industry. I am your host, Ben. You see how hard it is not to do a voice? You give me so much crap. I'm
1: sorry. Welcome to Gear Related,
0: everybody. <laughs> He's Ben. I'm Heather. I quit. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> so, you, sh- you should have looked, and seen the abject terror in her eyes when I started talking. She like wouldn't
0: stop. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to wrap this one up? I don't know.
1: <laughs> so, we've got an interesting topic uh, to talk about today, don't we? Right.
0: Well, I'm going to ask you some questions because it's sort of the time of year. Kids are graduating. Kids are, they're always aging. That's what they do. They <laughs> eat and they get older. But, so maybe, and maybe you're not a teenager. Maybe you're 37 for whatever reason and you've just never, you know, really had a car before. To be fair. For reasons unknown. It's fine. Welcome to driverhood. No you ju- 37 No, judging. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> but I was thinking about, like, the best cars and, like, what... What kinds of things you should look at Ah. and look for in a car, theoretically, for your 37-year-old child. You (laughs) want to give
1: people purchasing prowess.
0: Yes.
1: I see. Okay, An
0: informed customer is a smart
1: customer. We do get a lot of questions at the shop Mm -hmm. uh, in relation to... What kind of car should I buy? Yes. And I always follow up with the question like, well, that depends. What What do you want? What are you looking for? What is it, is it? What are your needs, your goals, your wants, your ambitions? What can this car do for you?
0: Right. So I am going to ask you some things. Fire away. So basically... These are some considerations when you're buying a car for a new driver. For a new driver. New driver. That's the so, stipulation. I got gotcha. you. Right. So first of all, I think you have to kind of think about how much you're willing to spend. Right?
1: Yes. Uh,
0: there and are, that's everybody's uh, own kind of thing.
1: There are certain kind of parents who, like my parents, you can have whatever car you can afford. Right. <laughs> and there's right. other kind of parents that... Will drive you to the BMW dealership and say, pick right. one out.
0: I remember when I was in high school, my parents got me a nice used car. And, you know, that was great. I can't complain about that. It was, I had wheels, I was independent. It was great. I remember all those kids in Ford Mustangs, though, brand new ones. And I was just like, oh, yeah. So much jealousy. But I mean, that's just, everybody's going to get what, what, They're, they're able to afford, but I would just like to put this out there in my little Toyota Tercel that had foam bumpers, BTW (laughs) (laughs) was not the most expensive car in the world. I wrecked that thing on the first day I drove it. So I don't know that a BMW is what you want.
1: Well, and that would be my first response to the cost question. Um, cost plays a, a critical role in how you drive. Uh, if you're eh, driving maybe. a $60,000 car, you're going to be really, really. Are you? Well, I mean. As, if you didn't buy it, if if you, I don't I'm, know I'm, that you no, are. No, so if you're using your money.
0: Right, right, right. But this well, is
1: a car you're buying for someone else. Or helping them Are buy it, they yeah. going to respect the amount of money that you spend on that vehicle? And how are you going <laughs> to feel if said person that you bought car for Gets in a minor fender bender, scratches the paint, dents Mm -hmm. something. Because they're going to do it; it's going to happen. Their kid threw up a bad fish meal in the interior, and the smell will never ever go away. Um, Wow, that was oddly specific.
0: (laughs) 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 I mean, in my defense, that accident wasn't, you know, completely my fault. And there's a, you know, people are going to open their door up into you in the, you know, the grocery store parking lot. So yeah, you have to. (laughs) Don't think that this is going to be, you know this beautiful car is not going to stay beautiful if it's somebody else driving it. Right.
1: Um, so yeah, I would, that would be one, uh, one consideration okay. is that you, you get in a, you get in a minor fender bender and your reaction can be either, Oh no, we okay? have to call the insurance company, assuming the person's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, eh, don't worry about it.
0: Car's right. a piece of crap anyway. <laughs> right. I, and I guess the other thing to consider is whatever your price point is probably depends on the person you are going in with or you're buying this vehicle for. Mm-hmm. If this is your, you know, has always been a crazy person jumping off a roof onto a trampoline into the swimming pool kind of a kid.
1: <laughs> is, is this a, a risky kind of uh, right? Uh, child, yeah. Yeah. risk
0: benefit, yeah, r-
1: risk reward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is going
1: on there? Okay. Um, um, I would say to answer <laughs> that question, I would always recommend buying a used car in, for for a
0: new driver. Okay, well, and we'll. We'll uh, dig into that a little bit deeper. Another thing when thinking about cost, cost is going to kind of be sprinkled through all of this, but you have to think about insurance because isn't insurance going to be different depend- depending on what kind of car you get?
1: Yeah, and, and also um, the amount of features that the car ha- has. A right. lot of insurance companies will give you deductions for each safety feature. Um, I heard about one, that gets this one. If, you're, if your child gets good grades, they'll <gasps> reduce your insurance.
0: Man, that's smart. Right? Because you could take, you could, you could completely tell your children, listen, if I can save $250 on my auto insurance by saving with Geico, I will give it to I'll give you half of it. We are not an official sponsor of Geico. I wish. Geico, call us. Um, <laughs> that would be a great way to kind of get your kid invested in that too
1: or you could even split it too like listen i will yeah. pay, i will pay for a straight a students uh, car, insurance. car insurance you're going to have to cover the difference
0: yeah but you want them to get straight a's really Just so think- that you can brag about them on facebook come on I mean, isn't that why, why we do it isn't that, i don't know I don't we know. Don't, don't have idea. any of those <laughs> we don't have those guys <laughs> all right so so okay so you've got your price point what now nowadays back when we were buying our first car the safety features was like, does it have a seatbelt, an airbag, and brakes? <laughs> like, that was what we had. But now there's all kinds of, of safety features. What do you call them? The ADAS. So
1: what they're called, uh, advanced driver assist systems. This is everything from your lane departure. Um, the This is your blind, blind spot. spot warning. This is your LiDAR radar, uh, like um, automatic braking, uh, self-parking, cameras, cameras park assist, all those things that the the car is basically taking out of your hands to keep you safe. Right. Well, not taking
0: out of your hands, but but, giving you a lot of assistance. Right. Yes. So what kinds of things do you think are important for the first time drivers? So I would say that like the park assist is,
1: is a must. Well, not necessarily must, but it's it's a huge advantage because parking, as we know, when we were learning how to drive, is one of the more difficult things to kind of to get used to.
0: They'd be like, let's parallel park on Main
1: Street at 5 p.m. (laughs) Right. Go. But park assist systems, they give you both um, audible and visual cues so that you know Mm -hmm. if you're going to hit something before you hit it.
0: That's nice,
1: and and it's just a great way to avoid fender benders. Yes, Um, the blind spot. If if you get used to using it, I think that's another advantage that um, that you can have um, as a new driver. Because you're not when you're just learning to drive, you're not used to all of those automatic cues that we take advantage of, like looking behind your left when when um, changing lanes and. Um, adjusting mirrors and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But these blind spot detections, they they actually – you don't have to turn your head. You just got to avert your eyes a little bit, and you can see, oh, there's a car there. I can't chance, change right. lanes yet.
0: The flashy lighty is on.
1: Yeah, the flashy lighty is on, so, exactly.
0: But is there something to be said for – here I go, devil's advocate – making these kids like learn it the real way? Because what if your safety feature goes down?
1: Or malfunctions, and then it yeah. Malfunctions,
0: and you're like, I, uh, whoa, I'm on a back road with one lane. I know there's nobody in my blind spot unless it's a cow. Like, or let's say you're an avid biker,
2: ooh. and you
1: have a bike rack on the back of your car. Oh yeah, and that blocks one of the sensors. This is the, this is yeah. one of the most annoying things that I <laughs> that I come across is when people do this. Is oh, because they as think soon as you as soon as you start the car and you and you put it in reverse the car just starts screaming at you like you're going to hit something, but it's actually attached to the car. So you're not going to hit it.
0: (laughs) It does that to me for our trash can right outside by our garage. I'm like, there is not a person there. It's a trash can. (laughs) Um,
1: But yeah, to your point, uh, I think there's a huge advantage of learning those motor skills that we all use before the, um, uh, the Ada systems were in place in cars. But you can turn those ADA systems off, and I would do that during like uh, training as you're teaching your kid to drive. Turn those advanced systems off. You can turn your park assist off. Turn your right, yeah. um, your other features off and so that they get used to doing what they're supposed to do
0: in case there's our failures in, in some of those systems. Right. Um, I would not take my test nowadays with those on just because it would be so distracting to have your car yelling at you. And, and to be like worried about that. And then the person testing you out would be like, uh, did you just, you know, they may have not noticed maybe that you went over the line a yeah. little bit, but then your car's like, oh, dude, you went over the line. Well, now and, you're
1: busted. And when you're very used to your own car and you get into a car that you're not used to, some of those can be a little uh, intimidating and or frightening. Um, I was.
0: Don't they do it in your own car that you bring now?
1: Uh, I don't know. I haven't I taken the driver's either. test in a long time, but <laughs> it's been a while. Check out uh, podcast number um, fifty.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah
1: um, that was our
0: fiftieth episode. Yeah, we had
1: a, we actually had a guest on who had just taken their driver's test.
0: Right, right. So yeah, so for some tips, I guess. So, so just oh, so in your car, I guess as part of the infotainment system or whatever, you can actually also put like geo tracking on the car. You so can. that's a feature that if you want to, you can pop that on. I, I bet you kids have figured out how to take turn it off, their location services or whatever, unless it's password protected or whatever. But that might, might be a, a nice little uh, stalkery feature if you want that on for your kid, like on a Saturday night. Maybe not on a Wednesday after school. So the
1: majority of these systems are... Um are not exactly in the car; they're in your phone, and your oh, car true. uses them. However, we did that episode about dash cams that also have built-in GPS, so you could both watch your kid and. Um,
0: <laughs> Ew! Don't do that. You won't want are, that. But- <laughs> you do not want it. They will pick their nose. I mean, if,
1: if that's a feature that you want, but I think the whole um, it's a little
0: privacy, like a little raunchy. Yeah, on the
1: privacy. The whole for your kid. idea behind this exercise is. Is what what do we want in a car for a new driver, and it's not necessarily stalking them, right? I
0: know, but I mean that's a that's that's a feature that it is. Yeah, it is something. If that's something that would interest in you, yes, that's available, right? So, in terms of safety, again, we would we've done a podcast on this, um, but the color of the car is actually important. So you want those more brightly colored cars—red, white, blue. Yeah, and then also they're they, more visible. That's episode fifty-seven. If you want to go back and which all, can also
1: lower your insurance costs for your new driver exactly, too. Yep,
0: exactly. So those are a lot of good things to think about. Um, other considerations is where do you live.
1: Yeah. So this and this brings me back to um, what we were originally talking about at the beginning when I asked somebody like, "What do you need the car for?" Now we know it's a right. new driver, but do you need a car that can operate well in snow? Do you need a car that um, is good operates at high on yeah or dirt roads or um, is it in the Rust Belt or is it in uh, sunny Florida where there's no snow? You know, right? Does it need to do farm work? Does it need to exactly? Yeah. Um are you going do you have a lot of brothers and sisters that you're gonna be taking to the mall or I don't know if people still go to the
0: mall. People still go to the mall. But there's like yeah, a thousand activities. Oh, that kid's not gonna want that's gonna cramp his style if you get him a minivan.
1: Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think a lot of you know, a lot of the times too, a lot of the cars that kids get too are, are hand me downs, or they're just using mom and dad's. But when right. when purchasing your your first vehicle for a new driver, yeah, that's one of the first things you want to ask yourself is, what do I need this car to do? Does it need all wheel drive? Does it? Right.
0: Um, how much seating? How much? The storage, capacity exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. So that's that's interesting. Nowadays, we also need to think about fuel economy.
1: Yeah. That's another big one, too, especially if you're the one paying for your kid's gas uh, and with fuel prices as high as they are. um, Maybe it's time. Maybe you talk about with them buying a a hybrid or something that uh, gets really good uh, gas mileage. Don't buy them the Ford pickup that uh, they're not going to be hauling bales of hay to the the barn with.
0: And I'm gonna I'm gonna just counter that, especially if you're paying for the gas, because I'm just saying, you probably have a pretty decent job.
2: I Your do have a decent probably job.
0: Probably is working at Mark's Pizzeria. Thankfully, um, because dang, pizza is so good. But they're not. They can't afford, you know, fifty dollars to fill up that gas tank every week. I'll try eighty. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like they can't afford that. So definitely something to consider. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a hybrid's not a bad deal. Just don't let it catch on fire if it's a bolt, but that one's completely <laughs> heavy. Anyway. It away from structures. Oh. So more on cost. Cause I guess everything's about, it's either cost and safety. I mean, we're, to, I, I guess the kid needs to care if it looks cool, but mine did not look cool. You know what color my car was? Cream. Ooh, nice. No, <laughs> no, weird. So, in in terms of cost, other things to think about is like maintenance.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point too, because the the older the car or the more miles that are on a car, uh, the more maintenance items that are going to be due on right. it, um, and the longer the components have been in the car, that's something to factor into. And to your point on safety items that. You're gonna, you're gonna, um you're going to have times where you're going to have lights that come on warning lights that you probably wouldn't typically see in a car with 20 or 30,000 miles right. on it and those things need to be taken care of. You do not want your child driving around in a car with an airbag light on because the airbags will not deploy in the case of an accident. So right. that's something that yeah. needs to be taken care of right away. Or if your ABS light is on, then your analog brakes don't work if the if your child has to stop suddenly. The ABS is not going to engage and that could cause an accident. And hopefully, your airbag light's not on. And,
0: right, and then it you got won't have a lot deploy. of problems. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the, the newer the car, probably the less maintenance, but the more expensive the car, the older the car, the less expensive it is up front. But the maintenance cost can be quite a bit. I guess it just depends on the make and model. And at least yeah. for a used car, you have some track record that you can look back at. And one of the one of the things that so once you've identified the kind
1: of car that you're interested in, whether it's a sedan, a sport utility vehicle, a truck, or what have you, the next thing that you're going to want to look at is reliability. Right, uh, and you can you can research that on your own, or you can ask your local mechanic. Say, hey, look, I'm looking at this car. What kind of reliability? Um, uh, what can you tell me about this particular vehicle? Is it known for problems? Right. Are there things that I should look out for? And I will always say, get this car looked at before oh, yeah. you buy it.
0: Pre pre purchase inspections. inspections. Can't stress it enough. Yeah, save you so much money in the back end. So much. Mm, absolutely. So yeah. So maintenance is something to think about. The other thing, sort of that goes with maintenance, is parts availability.
1: Yeah, you're certainly not going to, let, let's say you find yourself, uh, you want a sedan and there's a hot deal on a Saab. I <laughs> oh. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that being your first choice because, well, let's be honest, Saab stopped existing in 2013. So. Right,
0: so you're not getting parts. Right. Unless you're traipsing through junkyards.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's it, and that's true. That's true. With so your makes that are going to be harder find. Like Suzuki, they don't sell those in North America anymore. So that's going to be hard to get. Fiat parts was for. hard
0: because they're just not here.
1: Right. Any any of your exotic cars um, are going to have a harder time finding parts, and the parts are going to be more expensive. So right. that's also something to consider.
0: Yeah, I remember one of my high school friends. She, oh, she was so excited because she got a BMW. It was old. They couldn't find parts for it. It was expensive to get the, part. and she was just like,
1: <laughs> yeah, my first car was a Nissan 300 ZX, which is a sports car, which is, <laughs> I, I had the, see, I, I was able to pick my car out with, without the uh, interference from my parents. Like, okay, you're going to get a sports car first. Good. Well, it's your money. Uh, it's, Have a good time, buddy. But to the, to that point, the transmission went out at, on, oh. on day one and <gasps> I, I had to, uh, no lemon law. Yeah. Well, and I had to get the transmission from New York when I was in Idaho at the time, because the parts avail- availability was so difficult. So. Wow.
0: so And there is a lemon law in New York, right?
1: All states have lemon laws. Okay. Whether or not they are strict. Enforced, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that the, the lemon law in New York is pretty lax. Okay. So you definitely want So wanted-
0: pre-purchase inspection. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So um, I saw you over there... Uh, perusing some website what website was that well
1: i was on kbb.com kelly, kelly Blue bluebuck uh, I'd, I'd love using kbb as a as a reference or a uh, starting point um and when you told me that we were talking about best used cars it's like you know what i bet you somebody's done like some research on this and sure enough kbb has a list entitled the best cars and suvs for teens boom
0: and don't they have it by price point, too? Yeah,
1: there's two lists. There's one for um, cars under 20000 and cars under 10000
0: Okay. So did you have a chance
1: to like look through the list? Because I want your top three. Yeah, I've been perusing through it. And I, I will say this with one caveat, that the used car prices right now are insane. That's true. So whether or not that you can find well, some of these cars on this list for under 20 dollars or $10,000, yeah, I'm... And that's- I'm, I'm Would like to debate.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, that's another great point is that right now used cars are so expensive. Is that another confounding factor? Like, should you go new? Because then you will get the low maintenance, all the good safety features. Right. Better insurance. And geez, the used car is so expensive. But yeah, okay, exactly. What kind of stuff are you looking at? So
1: I'm, I'm perusing the list, and um, uh, this this is the list for under twenty thousand. And there's got to be probably five or six cars on these where I'm just going to say bunk. There's no way that you could find these cars under twenty grand. But, okay,
0: but you you need to give us like your top two for okay. each
1: list. How assuming assuming you could, the um, top cars for teens under twenty grand, I would have to go with the 2017 Toyota RAV4. Oh, good car. Uh, the 2017
0: Honda CRV and those are going to have some some decent safety features on them because they're relatively new, right? But good luck finding that under twenty.
1: Um, and probably the uh, 2019 Toyota Prius, just because it has that hybrid we talked about, nice. great gas mileage. Um, runners up with, for me would have been the Honda Civic and the uh, Toyota Corolla. Nice. Okay. So then we have um, best used cars under ten grand. And perusing this one, we have some similar cars. We also have the Honda and Corolla, uh, or excuse me, the Camry, but they're just older. So we've got the 2014 Honda Accord, the 2015 Toyota Camry. Um, those would definitely be. And then you also have the the Civic and the Accord. I know I'm okay. si- you're sensing a trend between Honda and Toyota here, but these cars are just reliable.
0: Right. They don't take a lot. That's basically all I've had in my whole life, and they don't need a lot
1: and they have the safety features you need Mm -hmm. um and if you're looking for something like bigger with the crossovers like the rav4 that we talked about you can still get a rav4 or a honda element um just in a different year that it's going to be a little bit older
0: and if you're in rochester which is where we're obviously broadcasting from uh would you recommend like maybe looking for a car maybe down south and not necessarily getting your used car from here just to avoid some of that winter wear and tear. I mean,
1: if that's something that you're able to do, um, then yes, absolutely. If you and have the time to like go down south to, uh, to pick up one of these cars, I would probably add about five years to the oh, vehicle's life.
0: That's that's So if, nice. you have,
1: if you have a 2000, say you have, say you have a 2005 uh, Toyota Highlander that mm-hmm. you bought that its entire life has been in upstate New York. Mm. And then you bought a 2005 Toyota Highlander from, from Oklahoma. Yeah. um, Where there's, you know, there's no salt on the roads. There's no snow on the roads. Hardly ever. Um, The lifespan of those two vehicles is probably a 10 to 12 year difference. Oh, wow. Just because of rust
0: issues. Because it ate it all up. Yeah. So take a nice little vacation somewhere (laughs) warm and while you're down there, find a car, take it to a shop, and get a pre-purchase inspection. Yeah. And then drive it on back up.
1: And then road trip.
0: And then road trip it.
1: And then send us your uh, top 10 songs to listen to on a road trip.
0: Oh
2: my gosh, yes. Okay,
0: Becky.
1: Top 10 road trip songs, go.
2: Okay, so this is in like no Pacific order, but seriously, Toto's Africa. Don't stop believing. Oh my God. Living on a prayer. Holy balls. Bohemian freaking rhapsody. Then we need the Billy Jean, or or really LA MJ and then Copacabana, and then Truckin' by the Dead, and then Space Truckin' by Deep Purple, and then Born to Run. And that was nice. That was good. Okay, so we we've got. To oh no
0: no no no. Not you don't sing them. Please these
1: songs. i tell you what, if you don't send us your top ten oh, road trip no. <laughs> songs I will sing them.
0: I'm sorry, I can't stop it. Valuable, Valuable. information. So, that's, so happy car buying
1: yes if you have any questions for your 37 or you year some, old uh, yeah <laughs> if you have some cars that maybe we left out that you'd like to see us talk about let us know you can email us contact at gearrelated.com or you can find us on twitter that's at shown auto s-c-h-o-e-n instagram facebook all those great places all those great places, all those great, places. All those great places
0: and you know just have have fun just go out and have some fun
1: and don't forget to like us and oh yeah, rate that. us on all of the podcatchers that you listen to
2: because give us a cool. good
1: review. And then we
0: will send you love so much light <laughs> and stuff through the airwaves. Have a lovely week.
1: We'll see you next time.
0: Bye.
2: boys and pet shop boys and boys to men and frankly anything with boys in it and and you're definitely gonna need some Barry Manilow and you're gonna need some old Elvis tunes because my grandfather used to listen to Elvis and I really really love my grandfather so you're gonna definitely need some Elvis and possibly even some Jerry Lee Lewis because he married his cousin that's super weird and then you're gonna need some Rolling Stones because Rolling Stones are really good to sing along to in the car especially when you get to something like Jumpin' Jack Flash which is just really great you're gonna love it Zeppelin, you need some Zeppelin, like um maybe cashmere, because it's like a driving song.